Ebony. Ah! Ebony, don't ah! be afraid. You know me, girl. Like hell I do. I was your best friend. Your partner. Sister, you need help. I really am Marley. Look, you may think you're Marley, and maybe you look a little like her, but you're crazy, and Marley's dead. I'm not a hallucination. It's me. I'm really here. Really? Marley? Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Huh? Look, I'm here to warn you, Ebony. About what? You're going to end up like this. What? You have an age today. Because I'm dead. No, it's worse. Undead, stuck in limbo, wondering forever. Wait, is this about the royalties? Because we settled that. If I wrote 65% of the songs, I got no, 65% of Ebony, the- Ebony, I think I'm way past worrying about money now. Well, then you must be dead because nobody's past worrying about money. And what's with the getup? I thought you quit the whips and chains when you broke up with that guy from Paramus. These chains are to remind me of my mistakes, how I threw away my life. I'll say you did. What a waste. We were getting so big. Yeah, but how did we use our success, you know? How did we help our own? In the true business of life, we were flops. Mm -mm. That makes no sense. Girl, I have tried. Lord knows I have tried so many times to get free from wherever it is I was. And tonight I finally did. And I'm telling you that you have got to start... What gives you the right to tell me what to do? What gives me the right? We were best friends. You tell me what happened. You ruined it. That's what happened. You pushed us out of the spotlight. Oh, so it's my fault? Excuse me, I'm talking. Okay? One minute we're a trio. The next, Terry and I are your backup singers. And that hurts. Oh, so it's my fault you got into drugs. Please, you can't blame me. And you stood by. You know, you should have been looking out for me. How? I tried, but you wouldn't listen. The more I told you to quit, the more you did. Because you were always... I loved you. But there was business to run. It's not my fault. Well, where were you Christmas Eve, 1990? Where was I? I was getting the news that you were messed up and wrapped your Porsche around a tree. Yeah, and I took two innocent lives with me. But what did you do? I cried my eyes out. I've never gotten over that. <laughs> that was cute. That was real cute. <laughs> I love okay. that movie. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. That's a VH1 movie, isn't it? A VH1 classic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a Diva's Christmas Carol mm -hmm. with our girl... Vanessa Williams! <laughs> or Chili, which one? Both our girls. Okay. Both of them. We even see Kathy... Griffin. Griffin. Okay. Mm -hmm. Before her rise and fall. Yeah. Yeah. And shout out to Vanessa Williams for continuing the legacy with her daughter, who is the lead singer of the group, the duo Lion Babe. Check her out, even oh. though it's not hung music yet. I was about to say. Amen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what's up. Yes. But, um. It's a cute movie. It is. It's one of those movies that come on every year. Mm -hmm. Reminds me of, um, Hocus Pocus that comes on every, Listen. every Halloween. Yes, it's Beth. just something you look forward to. Yes. I ain't put a spell on you. <laughs> that was more earthy. And kid. now you're mine. You better sing, bitch. <laughs> I put a spell on you. And she was really putting a spell on them. And it was strongest, so strongest, so strongest, so strong. Yes, give us that dream, girl. Yes, your wretched little lives. Yes. <laughs> and then, and then. Have all been cursed. 
proud of you. <laughs> this is wonderful. Eric. I love Hocus Pocus. You see what the debut did? You are singing. Okay. Amen. Listen, in this in this moonshine. Okay. So we just good. gotta let y'all know. Tonight's sponsors, um, mm. this Christmas episode of the Hunger Podcast was mm. brought to you by Eggnog mm. with a double splash of moonshine. I don't even know what moonshine is, y'all. Eric took me down south to the country. <laughs> clink, clink. Clink. Okay. <laughs> this shit is amazing. It's really delicious. And shout out to my neighbors who hooked me up with the moonshine mm-hmm. because I don't think that's something that you can buy in the stores, y'all. Patrick oh, asked me if you could get that. Shit. And out of the stores, and I'm not, I'm not sure. I think I've it is some black it. market shit. I've never so seen we it. better keep it shh. On the hush. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Hung Up Podcast, chickens. Where, what you may have cried your eyes out a thousand times, or your wretched little lives may all have been cursed. Okay, that this was good. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Shout out to Oprah. But we'll, we'll never, never hang, hang up, up on you. you. <laughs> I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-N. I'm your boy E, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at E. Dante Cole. You can find us both. On Instagram and Twitter at... Hung Up Pod. That's H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. <laughs> and find us on Facebook at... H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. But what about Facebook.com? Well, they can look us up at Hung Up Pod. Oh, okay. Or you can just search Hung Up Pod or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, cute, Eric. <laughs> Send your emails and your love to... Hung Up Pod at gmail.com. Yes. <laughs> and, and what else? Keep those ratings, ratings coming. Yes. Keep those ratings coming. Hey, hey keep, keep those, those ratings, ratings coming. coming. What? Keep those ratings. <laughs> five stores. Uh, five uh, stores. Uh, yeah, five star niggas. Five stores. On that five star. I'm Wait. saying store. You saying star. I'm like five stores. Okay. <laughs> yes. They, Wait, they speaking stores. of five stores. Wait. <laughs> Have you seen the five star nigga video on YouTube? It came out way back in the day. I don't right. think so. Well, I'm probably going bl- to break me. the segment right now just so I can play it if I can find it. Cool. Okay. Hey, Facebook. How you doing? How you doing? How you You just pursue You just pursue I stack my bread, man. Y'all just pigeons. Full bread crumbs at you, nigga. Did I say millions? I really meant billions. Snap the lace front on you like Wendy Williams. So we're back. But yeah, keep those ratings coming, guys, on the Apple Podcast, the Google Play, all that stuff. Um, yeah. So let's yes. just jump in. How was your week? It's been a good week. Why are you smiling like this? Because it was, it was a great night. Nice. Um, I met you here. Well, I didn't yeah. meet you. You were waiting for me. That's fine. Because... <laughs> Like, absolutely. I uh, was uh, after work. Me and a few coworkers got some drinks. Mm-hmm. Actually, where I'm just kind of like toasting up to a few people who got some promotions. Nice. So just celebrating them and just you know, we just thought it would be a great way to kind of go into 2018 with the new job. And so kudos to them. And um, what else? Speaking of, speaking of work, we actually had a potluck this week. Do you like those? You can't trust everybody's dishes. That's just, I like them, but you can't trust everybody's dishes. Let me say that. Okay? (laughs) Because while we love a good seasoning, there are other groups of people 
Who don't? You know they got Rev on really serious. <laughs> Speaking of which. Yes, tell us. So y'all, all right. I'm sure y'all know how these things go at work. Yeah. When there's word of a potluck, there's usually an email or some type of list that goes around mm-hmm. so people can start listing what they're going to bring. They're going to bring. Right? Uh-huh. Say so. So we have, you know, my office is, it's lots of females. Like they definitely outnumber us Women. by far. <laughs> Women. Yeah. <laughs> And a lot of them were just kind of like taking the lead and letting the, letting us know, like, yeah. listen, we got the major stuff. We just want y'all to bring plates, right? Okay, <laughs> basically, mm-hmm. like yeah. not trusting us to be able to handle shit. Yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so I was here for that, and I didn't argue. And I was told to bring French green beans, right? What is a French green bean? They're just cut. Oh, okay. okay. So, in my opinion. I just I look at them as green beans that are just cut in half. I mean, green beans are good, so hey, that's fine. <laughs> there may be it. or probably is a distinction between a green bean and a, and a French green, green bean, bean. Okay. but we're not gonna get into that's not the topic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So, one of the ladies that was like managing everything came in my office. She's like, Eric, just just go to the store, you know, get it, get three cans. Of green beans. Simple. Simple, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. She was trying to keep this very simple for me. And I was here for it. Because it was actually a Friday night. And, you know, we record Thursdays. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to want to cook anything anyway. So that worked for me. Next day, you know, I come in. I have everything that I need, right? But, you know, little do they know. I also bought in some butter and some seasoning. Okay. Okay. Amen. Because you were raised well. (laughs) So I literally pop open those cans, y'all, and I'm in the kitchen with the microwave, and I'm just making making it happen, happen, right? Mm -hmm. Let me tell y'all how I got rave reviews on those cans. (laughs) Somebody even asked me, did your mama cook these beans? I said to myself, these, bless these babies. They don't don't know seasoning. (laughs) You know, I They don't know that I just... Yeah, but a lot of people microwave just microwave and some seasoning, like, and mm-hmm. I like, and they were really here for it, and mm-hmm. I, I was tickled. <laughs> a lot of people truly just know salt and pepper, if that. Mm-hmm. So you got to give God praise that you were raising a family who knows about the garlic powder, okay. the onion powder, and I had a the garlic grandmother. salt, the paprika. <laughs> okay, yes. okay, you got to know the about seasonings. all the seasonings, the cumin, because it's winter time. Yeah. All right, the curry for the chicken. amen so that same night we actually had a ton of snow here in philly but we ended up in germantown at a christmas party and i thought the food was great yes oh shit yes we did we did they got the best of (laughs) we were (laughs) the food was great Mm -hmm. it just felt really good to be in the presence of a lot of people that I just fucks with. You know what I mean? The love was so real. And shout out to Daryl. Love him for hosting. And James for hosting. We love you. And can we talk about that Merlot and that Douce? Let me tell you. Jay-Z was not lying. (laughs) 
when he was talking about that dude said, it is so good. Yo, we were feeling really great. I was feeling great. The only thing I needed was a man, but you know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We both came home to something. Well, I, came, I came home to Tristan. He was waiting for me. Like, bitch, you walking to... me? I need to shit. <laughs> I came home to my covers. Okay. <laughs> and you know, I busted my ass when I left the house. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know it was a good night. You know I was wearing it my. It started out with you busting your ass. <laughs> no, it ended with me. When you got home, you fell. No, so I left the house at the end of the party, right? You know I had on my little Mary Janes, aka <laughs> a boot with a slight heel. Okay, and so I'm tipping, tipping, tipping. It's icy outside. Next thing I know, I do a graceful like boom right on the asphalt. But you know my plate was still Wait, intact. Did y'all catch that? It was a graceful boom. No, it was literally slow motion because I didn't want my plate to fall and mess up. It was intact. I still messed my food up when I got home. Wait, Wait, you was like homegirl. <laughs> um, uh, medicine, what was it? Um, married to Medicine? Married to Medicine, when she fell coming down the party bus. Oh, but she had her cup and that. Toya, she had her glass and that. Listen, food and drinks, we don't spill. You hear me? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I may have been battered and bruised, but my plate was intact. <laughs> and that's my check-in. <laughs> so... <laughs> Wow, what a great check-in. Mm-hmm. And I'll just end mine by saying that I was supposed to see Escape last night. They were here in Philly. You got money. Listen. Eric got money, we, we, Me and three other friends purchased our tickets through this, I guess, janky-ass vendor. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And we got, we got four tickets, great seats, great prices. Here we go. The day before the event. Do people drop out? The vendor emails and says, bitch, we are refunding your money. Oh, my gosh. We are overbooked. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. You will not be seeing Escape, Monica. Wow. And Tamar. Tamar, who yeah. was there. But I saw pictures on Instagram. Um, Tamar, everybody looked great. But unfortunately, I got a text from another friend of mine who was there. Look at Eric with all the friends. And... <laughs> It was late, and she texted me. She was like, are you okay? Because she thought I was at the concert. Mm. Apparently, like, all these fights broke out. Wow. On Broad Street, after the concert, like, massive, like, big fights broke out. So, I just hope folks were safe, Mm. and, you know, no one really got hurt, because you've seen these fights, like, out, like, People fight to kill these days. I well, think. it's Philadelphia. People, <laughs> yeah. people are no longer like trying to prove a point or trying to, to take like, y- y- yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm blessed on today. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me that we were out together this past week. <laughs> no problem. I don't know what was going on with me. I'm doing well. Um. This week, it was cool. That low-key was my check-in. I think that was the highlight of my time. We kind of did our check-ins together. Yeah, yeah. That was cute. Christmas <laughs> gift. One check-in, wrapped in a bow. It's like a Russian doll, right? <laughs> with like the little small, small, small. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> yes, it's cute. <laughs> so, we're not going to keep y'all because it's kind of late, but... Um, it's about to be Christmas on Monday. When we release this episode, it'll be Christmas Eve. So Eric and I thought it would be really cute for us to do a big old Christmas list and talk about the things that we want um, for the holiday season. Even though, let's bring it back, we know that Jesus is the reason for the season. He is the ultimate gift, right? But we're still writing a letter to Black Gay Santa and saying, hey girl, you sliding down our chimney tonight? <laughs> it's so crazy. Bring some gifts. 
So, let's Santa kick it off. baby. You better say. Come on, Eric, with the debut. We got, so, since we did the debut, we got to set up a concert. A concert now. A concert with choreography. One that folks can actually attend. Yes. So, in your in your house. We're going to have to get that together. All right. So, let's start off the list. I hate <laughs> to talk. Let's regroup. <laughs> Ready. <laughs> start off. Our Christmas list. Dear, I, Gla- Dear Black Gay Santa. I will start the list off by saying that I want a fucking tax break. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amen. Yes, for those of us in a tax bracket. <laughs> tell us more. I'm just saying, just as a single man who has to cover all my own expenses, all my own deductibles, all my own car insurances, everything. And I don't have anybody or anything that I can write off. And it's just the amount of taxes that I pay. You know what I mean? Like, what I make on paper is real cute. Mm. But what I'm bringing home, it's it's just not a reflection. You can sign me up and write me off, but you're going to have to pay for some of my things. (laughs) You can can sign me up and you can write me off. But you're going to have to make it right. Okay. (laughs) I like that. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that would be the first thing um, that's on my Christmas list. I think all of us who are single, um, we, those taxes are just crazy. Don't pay them. <laughs> Pull a Trump. Pull a Trump. Yeah. I mean, you know, while Trump out here talking about, I'm going to lower taxes, I mean, for a minute, you'd be like, yes, yes. But then you realize it ain't for you. It's not for you. <laughs> You're not That's in not the number. <laughs> you are not one in the number. Yeah. So, um, you know, for us who really, really, really needs it, I, I think, you know, for myself, and I speak for a lot of people, um, y'all need to ease up on these taxes, man. Especially when, a lot, for a lot of us, and especially speaking for myself, we don't see that money going back into our neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. We don't see though, that money going into our neighborhood schools. And, like, it's just, and maybe some of it is, you know, and, you know, and, and I'm sure that there are ways to find that. Maybe there aren't. I don't know. But I want a fucking tax break. That's the first thing on my Christmas list. Nice. This is our Christmas list? Okay, oh, okay so Hung Up Pie's Christmas list. We are Christmas writing Santa list. as a group. So, number one. <laughs> A tax break. A tax break. Okay. <laughs> well, let me carry out number two. I want consistent dick for Ooh. Christmas. Consistent, healthy dick. And I know this is the complete opposite to your taxes, but... Consistent, healthy... Dick, yeah. Okay. Let me elaborate. Yeah. So, it's quite easy in these streets to find consistent dick, <laughs> right? Well, easy for y'all, because I haven't found it yet. <laughs> but, in addition to the potential consistent dick out there... Can come a whole bunch of like fuck niggatry and fuck boy shit. Mm-hmm. I don't want all that, right? I just want somebody who knows maybe now is not the time for a relationship. I feel like it's hard to avoid it. Really? Oh my goodness, pessimistic Patty on Christmas Day. Like, why? I think that I do think it's inevitable that we're gonna run into some bullshit, mm-hmm. but a part of me also feels like we have to go through that. In Why do we to have to? I think we feel like we have to go through it because nobody has broken that mold. You don't have to go through that shit. I, I will speak over that today. <laughs> you don't have to go through that. I just think that, I mean, some people fall in love at first sight very early on in their lives. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fairy tale from that point on. I'm not, I'm definitely not negating that. But I think for most people, it's, you know, you go through a little heartbreak. Well, I'm you know, not before saying... you before you end up with that yeah that gem. 
Well, I'm not saying you're like gonna fall in love at first sight, right? Mm. There's gonna be work. There's gonna be hardship. There, there might even be heartbreak. But I don't think you have to go through like the games that people present, right? I feel like whenever you see those games about to raise their head, Listen. you you can make the choice, even though it's hard. Let's own it. Let's sit in. I think right? sometimes we don't. I think we don't choose to go to play those games. You know what I mean? When I, read my story book. I think sometimes fuck niggas pull us into, into that it, yeah. and then we feel stuck, right? But. <laughs> This is just a Christmas list. Hopefully it comes. I just wish there was somebody who was open to not being a fuck nigga and like really just setting the cards on the table, right? That. Because yes. when we look at both sides, there's a reason a fuck nigga is a fuck nigga, right? Mm-hmm. It could be, he oh, too. I'm actually like a good person and I just he don't want to hurt anybody. So I'm like, he fucked up. Yeah, or I'm hurt too yeah. or like all of these things. But it's like, we don't need that in the year of our Lord, 2017 going into 2018. Yes. So I'm asking my black gay Santa to send me somebody who's just like, this is what it is. What are your cards saying? And how can we make those cards work for a fun old game? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all. Was, that was literally like the only <laughs> thing on my list. <laughs> so now I gotta make up some more shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, besides a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause I mean, I feel like life is so full, right? We got good food. We may be out here in the struggle, but we out here struggling together. So we got that social support. What else do I need? I'll you think of some what? other things. That's I... right. <laughs> I will low-key second that. But you know, when thinking about the Christmas list, I was, I feel like very early on in the process of thinking about Mm -hmm. my Christmas list, I took a dude off of it, like immediately. I was just like, I'm not going to have a guy on my Christmas list. Why? Even though (laughs) my single, lonely ass. (laughs) Tell me more. But I guess it's just kind of me... Interpreting how you feel just in a different way. Mm. Like, I don't want to ca- ca- count my eggs before they hatch, or I don't want to think too much ahead, or, um, you know, voluntarily put myself into some, some fuck nigga yeah. situations. Like, because when you do foolery, you become a fool. I saw, I'm seeing this video more with Monique. I guess the internet. Because there is, is so um, much clownery happening <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Because when you do clownery... The clown comes back to bite. <laughs> Yo, she looks so serious. She was really serious. She took the charm school seriously. She was the headmistress. Okay? All right. Yeah. Um, what about you? So, I'll go on to say, on my Christmas list, um, I want a renewed relationship with God. Yes. True so, story. So this year, I spent a lot of time like thinking about where my relationship has been, where it is now, and where I wanted to go. I've also f- spent a lot of time reflecting. So now I think for 2018, it's time to take some action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm at with that. And to be more specific, um, I'm actually going to just get more involved. I just feel like the fellowshipping is a piece of me that's missing. And it's important. And we talked about it a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I have a lot of background. I grew up in church. I left church out of really fear and anger. Mm-hmm. Um, but me leaving church, reacting out of an emotion, 
was me leaving for not the right reasons. Yeah. And I think that's why now I feel incomplete. Yeah. As you know, gro- as a as a grown man, mm-hmm. when I think about my life, I feel like oh, there's something missing. What is it? What is it? What is it? Um, and I think I spent this year kind of discovering that that that's just a big part that's missing. And I've been talking about going to church and being consistent, um, but I have to do better with that. And I may need you, a friend who loves me, mm-hmm. um, to hold me accountable. I love you. It's like no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but to hold me accountable. Um, yeah, let's hold each other accountable because I can definitely <clears throat> say like, yeah, I could I could renew my relationship as well, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you have the intention, for example, to just go home and do some Bible study, but when you get home and you're just like, Lord, I'm tired. I'm gonna talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it becomes like a cycle where next thing you know, it's like you months down tired. the road, and it's just like you are always tired, yep. right? So, yeah, definitely from Christmas or you know maybe even from tomorrow. Let's take action to renew that relationship. For sure. Oh, yes, Eric. That was beautiful. <laughs> well, and After this, we talked about dick. Now, what's on, what's, what listen, else is on the Christmas list? <laughs> we are humans with different needs, okay? <laughs> feed the body, feed the spirit. And it ain't just dick. Okay. Man. Dick and ass. Oh, for you. Mm. We should talk about positions one day. Great talk. <laughs> you know what? I think it may be time to because... I, and I know this is a little off topic, mm-hmm. but one thing I'm really getting tired of is the labeling that gay men do to other gay men. You label people with top or bottom based on what you perceive their behaviors or yeah. actions to be. And or, try to make it derogatory. And it's really... Yeah. Uh, when yeah. bottom should be celebrated. But that really is a conversation. We should definitely do that. Soon. Isn't that just how straight men do women? Mm-hmm. Trash talk them? Oh my goodness. Yeah. But yeah. then want to fuck them. But then want to fuck them. Okay. So, yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah. In the same vein. <laughs> <laughs> In the same vein of spirit, okay? What's next on your list, brother? What I'm going to add to the list is our number four. Three. Is it three? I don't know. No, it's four. You Moonshine want... say it's three, four, or five. Wow. Well, Patrick's math <laughs> and counting <laughs> says this is four. And I would like Santa to help me maintain my fields of peace. Mm. Now, this, this reference comes from Greenleaf. When um, mm. Lady May was just like, don't tell me you've come to sow seeds of discord in my fields of peace. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I remember that. Yo, she, her lines be every On day. it, you hear me? <laughs> she will pull you together in such a godly, graceful. In such a godly way. She's gold. Disrespectful She's way. She's gold. <laughs> like, she truly is gold. You'd be like, did the first lady just cuss me out? Yes. <laughs> but then I was reminded from it because I'm listening to this um, amazing podcast called In Theory um, by Terry Theory. So it's okay. in T-H-I-E-R-R-Y. Shout out to Terry. Another gay black man um, from the DMV area. An Ay. amazing podcast. Ay. And so he mentioned just preserving your fields of peace. And I really want that for the Christmas season and into the new year because there is so much BS that goes around in your life. Sometimes you just got to be still. For example, I was at the church house yesterday. Well, in house, this out is, house. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, every time. Yes, Tina, you better say it. Every time Patrick I, says <laughs> I was church at, house, I get triggered. Yeah, it's fine. It is fine. I welcome you. Go on. I was in the church house. <laughs> Yesterday, so it's Thursday today, mm-hmm. Wednesday, and literally I watch as two women and there was a soprano and an alto just going at it back and forth. 
voices raising, fingers twisting, like one walked out, and then just a whole bunch of, I'm gonna tell the pastor. I'm like, it was just being it not was godly so, at right. all. And then yeah. me, I just sat yeah. there. I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna sit in my fields of peace. And I just want to continue that so that whatever is going on around me, any of the BS, any of the drama, any of the foolery that does not concern me, I'm still at peace with See, it. See, I feel like I mean? we hear. Don't get distracted. Right? Because sometimes here. you do have to say, what did our homegirl Cicely Tyson say in, in, in the Tyler Perry? Peace be still. Oh, she said that? Yeah. Oh, she said that, yes. When uh, all the mothers were talking. Black woman. <laughs> yes. Peace be still. <laughs> yes. Or was that when the old um, was grandpa dire. was... Um, they were in the kitchen. Okay. Yeah. She's okay. like, you don't got no cooth. That's what you don't have. Because <laughs> he was trying Coof. to holler at her. Yeah. <laughs> it was old ass. <laughs> but don't old shame because old people have sex too. He clearly did. Yes. But um, no, I feel like we're here because sometimes you're absolutely right. This Between the things that we witness firsthand in our world, and everything we witness secondhand, and then everything that we hear, okay, and then everything that we see on TV and the news that's going around the world, she can get real rocky and real crazy and, you can get and real noisy. And fall into And it. sometimes you need mm-hmm. that. You just need, like, yo, I just need some peace. I need some serenity. I need some balance. Mm-hmm. I need just to be still right now. You know what I mean? So I'm, I, I have to second that yeah. as well. This Christmas list is lit. Yeah. So what do we have so far? Okay, so first we have a tax break. We have right? a tax break. Then we have consistent healthy dick. Not a nigga. Consistent healthy dick. Right? Well, I like both. So. Okay, cool. That's, yes. Can we just say a nigga? <laughs> we can say a nigga. <laughs> Not even, because low-key, I'm open. See. Fuck low-key, high-key. Just, just when I got on the boat, now I got to jump off. Get in here. It's piranhas uh, in the water. It's piranhas in the water. <laughs> well, maybe I need a piranha. <laughs> just kidding. Maybe not. <laughs> desperate times. So, <laughs> Call a tax for break. Message. Yes. A nigga. Yes. Um, a closer relationship with God. Yes. And a preservation of your fields of peace. There we go. Yes. So, what are you going to do to give us half the halfway mark? What's going to be our <laughs> fifth thing on the list? My fifth thing on the list is a bag so I can cop me some Gucci. <laughs> Eric, I was literally thinking $10,000. <laughs> like, that's all I need. <laughs> Just a small gift of $10,000. Just a small gift. And you know, money, we don't really think about. You know, I... When these rappers be out here, not just rappers, but when folks are just out here stunting and and buying and and spending money, I'm I'm really not that mad at that because when I think of the concept of money, mm-hmm. and maybe I took too many courses in undergrad that, and listen anyway, money is not real. No. It's an invisible thing. And you know how, like, I figured out it wasn't real? And I'm about to just put myself out there as the most brokest and basic-ass bitch. <laughs> but literally, and this will kind of trickle into our New Year's conversation mm. next week, probably. But I spent the latter half of the year, in some seasons, really having no money. Right? Like, and when I say no, I mean cero dinero. <laughs> you hear me? I hear you. Zero dollars. I mean, it's any... been times when it's been a deficit. Okay. It's negative. Yeah. Well, praise God for the neutral. You, you hear what I'm saying? Right. Praise God for the neutral. But there were times when I literally like had zero in all aspects of my life. And yet, <laughs> I still was able to put on a clean face. For some reason, my gas maintained itself. 
somehow I was able to, ha- I had a full belly every single day. I have a full belly yes. today, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And didn't buy nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, money really isn't real. And we make it such a priority and we make it shift like our, our happiness. But mm-hmm. when we really lack it and realize from a different view, look at it from a different view and say that we are surviving and we are thriving, it's just like, uh, do and I really need it? And what I hear is like, you really are nurtured through connecting with people. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to have a lot of money or no money. Yeah. You can still get and receive the things that you need. That said, I will take that bag for Christmas. Okay? <laughs> I will take a smooth 10K and get my life together. Are we going to the Gucci store or is there another store you want to go to? If we get that bag. If that bag just got dropped. If and we I had get that 10, bag. And we had, are we saying 10000 a piece? Okay, let's up it to like twenty. Uh, okay, a piece. Twenty thousand a piece. All right. I'm going to Bank of America, bitch. You're depositing. Okay. okay. Well, a depositing, then writing a fresh check check for my tithes and offering because God <laughs> has been too good for me to just get twenty k out of nowhere. And I might go to my little credit union and put a little piece aside there too. <laughs> okay. I know that's right. I feel like I would, like I said, go to the Gucci store. Listen. <laughs> but I would. Um, I want to, I'm, I'm learning more about investing and like stocks and, and mm-hmm. trading and just doing kind of like easy, easy stuff for, yeah. go sit down. This break was brought to you by Eric's dog, Tristan. <laughs> so yeah, I would definitely go to the Gucci store, mm-hmm. but I feel like I would also would take get? that money. <sighs> A bag, A belt. A whole outfit? I feel like, no, I, I don't want a belt. I definitely don't want a belt. I feel like I want either some shoes. I feel like I want some shoes. Okay, cute. If I don't get shoes, it'll be outerwear, like a jacket. Mm-hmm. Like something I could wear in the spring, probably. I'm not going to lie, I wouldn't just go to the bank. I would go to, I would get a Cartier Love bracelet. Nice. That's just like one thing Ooh. I've always wanted. Very nice. What else? What's, ne- what's next on the hump Oh, shit. Up? It's my turn? It's your turn. Oh, my gosh. I'm freaking so out. So, we just added a bag so we can go to the Gucci store and invest. What, what else? Do we have rules? Like, are we constrained by reality? Fucking rules? What? Yeah. No. So, no rules, no, rules. no rules for our list? No. Okay. So, dear black gay Santa, I want my degree. You want that doctor? I fun. literally want my degree. Like, I want school to be done with all of my degrees. That is one That's selfish. Yeah. You're really close though, aren't you? Child. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it's forever away. You do. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So is the is your wish to be done with the program? Is your wish to No, my wish is to like have a degree and like really start working. Like for okay. the coins. Like to be in my profession and really doing it. And the reason why Your own practice? Oh, that would be cute. But I've seen myself I doing multiple so things. Remember we talked that. about that in like one of the episodes yes. prior? So like, yeah, practice, but then like academia and like different, mm-hmm. different, different things. Like still addressing physical health. So STIs Teaching, and researching. Right. Yeah. And the reason why like... Advocating. Yeah. All about it. I got you. The reason why I put <laughs> this on the list though is because um, this past week I went to a luncheon with a whole bunch of not just um, clinical professionals, but black clinical professionals. And, like, sat there and was able to, like, pick their brain. And here to, in Philly? Yeah, here yeah. in Philly. Nice. In the city. Shout out um, to y'all. Yeah, shout out to them. They were, 
they're doing amazing things. Some even worked like at my school and were just like, no, I got a better opportunity, so I'm going there. Some have their own practices. Some are, you know, not only addressing mental health, but are addressing sexual health. So it's like, I don't know, I'm so ready and I'm so giddy to like jump into it, but I'm sure, as you know, I have a long way to go. So it's like, yeah. Woo! <laughs> oh my gosh, sorry y'all. The silent sponsor. Um, this break was brought to you in part by Patrick getting the bag and, and fumbling the yes. bag. <laughs> but nah, um, are we moving along with our list? Mm-hmm. So I would like, the next thing that was on my list was a prepaid gas card with like at least $1,000 on Now, Eric, that should have been my first. I'm the one to do <laughs> you don't want What the fuck is wrong with me? Erase it Traveling. all. <laughs> that's the only thing on my list. A Visa prepaid gas yes, card. For unlimited gas. Not even 1000 Yo. Just unlimited dollars. And I feel like gas is slowly creeping back creeping up, Creeping up, yeah. And I feel like no one's really talking about it, but we are constantly reminded of it when we go, when we pull up to that gas station. And are they putting water in the gas? And yeah, because your shit will get to $10 in five seconds and you like, bitch, I have one and a half gallon of gas. Right. Why does it say $10.58? Okay. Or you really drive down the road. Like, I turned my car on and it said half tank. I was like, bitch, I just filled it up. Like, what? <laughs> Eric, I'd be so hurt. Yo. I filled my gas up two days ago. Where did I go? We're going to have to move that to the top of the list. <laughs> the Hunger Podcast. It, the Hunger Podcast is in dire need of a gas car. Gas is too high. Gas is high as fuck. Um, yeah, especially in the city. Like, some of these prices is just like. It's highway robbery, and it's unfortunate when, you know, you or, you know, people that are listening, you're in a situation where you don't have a choice, and you have to pull over and get that expensive-ass gas. And a lot of these gas stations charge you much higher rates when you use a debit card or credit card. Mm. So, like, and I don't know, I'm, I wonder if it's like that in other cities. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, but a- along with the 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 gas card, I also I want I, there's other I, I have clothes. I want clothes. I would love somebody to give me a couple outfits. I want a um a camel cashmere. Yes. Or I'll settle for like a wool like kind of overcoat. Burberry a has a really a nice camel one. Cashmere. <laughs> I want three turtlenecks. Do you know that Prince song? Go ahead. It's fine. You want three what? Turtlenecks? And a partridge in a a pear tree. Three turtlenecks. I feel like they are definitely coming back in. Yes. So I want I want some turtlenecks. Um and that kind of sums it up for clothes. Cute. What 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 about you? I want clothes, that's it. You want Yeah, I'm like Luther Vandross. My weight just be fluctuating, right? So sometimes I'm like... Rest in peace. Oh, yeah, I love you, Auntie Luther. Sometimes the jeans just be like snug, (laughs) fitting right. You okay? (laughs) What happened? (laughs) So sometimes my clothes be fitting like so nice, right? And I feel just like, boom, boom, boom. I'm giving it to you. And then... I run a little bit, 
And next thing I know, I feel like I'm wearing like oversized clothes or maybe I eat too much and then I feel like I'm busting through. I just want clothes that feel comfy. And maybe I just need to switch up my brands then because, yeah. Yeah, it could be. I think certain, um, and I'm not going to get too deep into it because Lord knows I really don't know all the different types of fabrics and um, <clears throat> different threads that they use in clothes these days. But I will say I have clothes that are very comfortable to wear, very soft. And I think if we are intentional about um, looking at those labels mm -hmm. and I was actually listening to NPR one day and they were saying that there's an app I can't remember the name of it but there's an app you can download where you can kind of look up um, or like kind of scan those tags in the store and it'll kind of give you background on what type of fabric it is mm -hmm. who made it where it came from how do you care for the garment like all types of stuff that you can't get on those little bitty tags. They try to warn you about your life <laughs> on those little, little tags. They have all those different little symbols. Some of that shit is like, don't dry clean or don't, mach don't machine wash, you know, don't iron. And yeah. here we are in here. They're starching it up. Starching it up <laughs> and you don't even know it. So it's just like, you know, I, I really feel you in that. And I'm just going to take that a step further and say, um, just being intentional about, you know what we wear yeah because i think it is self-expression i know but you know for some people i know it's not that deep mm -hmm. i get that you know what i mean but i have the frame of thought that this is self-expression yeah and in an effort of being woke right because i think there's so many different layers to that and levels i think that's just another way to Stand in who you are and being present. Yeah, you know, we can't always say we don't give a fuck. Yeah, sometimes you gotta give a fuck and be intentional about it. Yes, yeah. and because you said that, I'm gonna start wearing Fashion Nova because not <laughs> only will it stretch and fit, but I look like a cute old. Thigh. You like the jeans? Okay, high waisted. <laughs> Put around those curves, <laughs> nigga Nova. Nigga <laughs> Nova. Yes. All right, so Patrick <laughs> just created a whole new fashion line, yes. Nigga Nova. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to claim that now, here and today, just in case somebody try to take it. Yeah. <sighs> um, I would like a new bed for my dog. That's another thing on my Christmas list. Can we yeah. add that to the Christmas list? We can. Okay. A nice one, guys. Yeah. Fluffy. What color? Mmm. Something, something, you know, a basic color. I don't want a red or a dark blue. I don't want any loud colors. No neon colors. Don't give me nothing crazy like fur. Fur and corduroy. <laughs> no, just like chill. Give me something like nice. Like he's very much like his dad. You know, cool, calm, and collected. We just want to chill. Yeah. So my couch is like a deep navy blue and it's perfect. Yeah. So something basic. Even if it was like a big square like cushion made for dogs. All right. If I could turn it into a dog bed, awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't even have to be a quote unquote dog bed. I feel you. Turn it into one. A dog bed? Mm -hmm. You're turning into turn, a dog? No, I said, no, I said, we can turn it into one. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> oh, you said I'm turning into one. I was like, Aaron, are you okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. If I was, I would definitely be a fox fur. A fo- oh! Oh, wait, wait. Do you mean fox is like the animal? Or fox is in foe? This episode was brought to you (laughs) by Eggdog and Moonshine. (laughs) Which one did you mean? Number two. (laughs) Eric, I love you. I call it Foxford too. I'm just laughing because I... (laughs) You know what I want? I'm going to put this on the list. I want... Plane tickets, round trip. Why are you laughing? Where, where, where are we going? Round trip. Where are we going? Okay. And it's a round trip, so that means we coming back. Yes, I want a plane. Okay, great. Plane ticket in the summer <laughs> to Mykonos. Should be a one plane, a one way. Do for what? How am I gonna get back? I'm broke. <laughs> what is wrong with you? God, you ever want to just go somewhere and just stay? No. <laughs> I have okay, a family. So straight up. If there was an, if there was some place you'd go to, like fly to right now, mm-hmm. where where would you go and live? Right now, oh shoot, is it winter in Greece right now? I would really, I really want to go to Mykonos. Like that's the next Who place. Who are you I asking? Go. <laughs> you, because <laughs> Becky, what? <laughs> <laughs> where are <you> <laughs> No, I would love. I re- like Greece is has always been like my number one place to travel and. Mykonos is like a, you know, gay hotspot, shake your titties, be on the beach, like, all that shit. So, I would love to do that in the summer. And I would, yeah, see, I would like to travel, like, different spots. Like, I would like to kind of be a Samsonite man. Mm-hmm. And kind of, like, travel, go to, like, multiple places and not be, like, in one place. Yeah. But Europe, definitely. Um, Australia, mm. um, the Middle East, of course, Africa, Tokyo, South America, Tokyo, yes. um, India, mm-hmm. everywhere, everywhere. All those little like islands that are out in the middle of nowhere, as terrifying as the idea may be, but like, that might be fun. I want to travel to some of these places. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Right. We should do like, we should make it. A priority should we is it a priority or a goal? Sorry, words. We should make it a goal to travel in the next year. Yes, I'm being weird because I'm feeling like talk about this so much. Yeah, we gotta just do it. If you want to go to the Boston Cinderella, then go. No one's stopping you but you. (laughs) Impossible, okay? It is possible. (laughs) What did we Um, say? All things are possible. All right, so let's wrap this list up. I feel like we're running out of shit. I'm one one last one, or should we think on it together? What's the last thing we're gonna let's do? Yeah, let's do one together. To the list. Um, let's let's put something on the list for the show. Oh, for the show. And we'll do this one together. What, um, are, you, what are you thinking? I think for the show, bitch, some sponsorships. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We need to be also. Or no. No, 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 no. Wait, no. Ooh. You for the again? show, I mm-hmm. Dear Black A Santa, I would like you to bring Love and Hip Hop to Philly and have us be on it. Oh my God. <laughs> Could you imagine? This nigga is destined. My name is to B. Be- Ryan. <laughs> I'm from the Hunger Podcast. 
This is my homie Eric. We be like BBOD. Wait. <laughs> we would be the new BBOD. Um. Wow. I don't know. I'm not that excited about being okay. on <laughs> You would have to be, because you would be the one fighting for me. You know I can't box. I um. Wow. For the show. Sponsorship, absolutely. I co-signed on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Like what brand? And I'll. What brands fit our brand? So, brands like, brands that speak to the our audience, yep. um, the messages and the things that we talk about. So, you know, like most recently we had Monte on, um, how often are we representing and talking about our LGBTQ youth mm-hmm. um, that are battling homelessness and, and other uh challenges in their life especially at a young age um just i I would i would be there for be willing to partner with other podcasts and this was actually going to be what i was going to add on the list um just partner just teaming up really with other people who are Mm like-minded um or have similar goals um because like-minded is not a requirement you know I'm actually interested in meeting people with different ideas and perspectives and experiences. I think that's important for us, especially moving forward, because I think that this is our baby. This is very like near and dear to us. Um, But we have both talked and expressed that we want this to reach a broader audience and we want to be able to touch more people. So... I think with that, it'll be um, collaborating, networking with people who are doing what we're doing and not doing what we're doing Um, and are in different fields, not just the black uh, community or the black, you know, focus, but just in different places and different, like not limiting ourselves, but always keeping in mind what our priorities are and what we chose on day one, what we said that we, what we were dedicated to using this platform for, I feel like we'll never stray away from that. But I think one of the advantages that we have is that we don't cut ourselves off from other possibilities. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I think that was beautiful. I don't know if I'm more proud of that or the fact that you let the whole world know that I carried your child. And now we have <laughs> This is our baby, Eric. All right, y'all, we're going to take a little break um, and then jump into the hung pop. All right, baby. All right, love you. Tyra Owen and I are exclusive. I talk to him all day, a lot. It gives me butterflies when he calls. And it's weird because I haven't felt that in a very, very long time. You were smiling a lot out there. I was? You were. Mm, I feel so old to be with my boyfriend. Your boyfriend. You have a boyfriend. Does grown people say that? You have a boyfriend. I guess. Now I understand the glow. He's in prison. Who's in prison? My bae. All right, y'all, we back. And now we're about to jump into the hung pop. The hung pop. The hung hip. 
thinking a little tune. A hung pop tune. Yeah. Hey, anybody, we're rapping. Anybody listening? Mm-hmm. If you can mix, hit us up. They're going to be mixing for a fee. Well, I actually know. <laughs> you right. You right. <laughs> and like, you know what? We got to respect your hustle. Like, that's, that's real. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to work on that. Okay. Yes. Come on, music producer. All right. You want to start the hug pop off? Do Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. Let's get into it. Y'all so, just heard the clip, so. <laughs> so, the season is starting off with Sheree's house still not being finished. Okay. But it's just like, between her buying do- doors to Narnia <laughs> and accepting those collect calls from Jail Bay... Listen, listen. <laughs> Mr. Tyrone Gilliams. You know Sheree's That's not why well. you can't finish the house, Sheree. You're getting that jail dick. It's distracting you. And, See, that's why we, what did we put on our list? Healthy dick. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> because that jail dick, that white collar, she was like, oh, it's just a white collar crime. Girl, it's still a crime. It's a crime. He's in jail. <laughs> He's a, a, a in white jail collar crime that crime. got him in jail. It could get him even more time. So, like, real quick um, fact check. She did an interview with Essence not too long ago. And I think back in November with um, on the Wendy Williams show, and she confirmed that the house is now done. So fast forward to real time today live, she's saying that the house is finally completed. But the season starts off with Sheree talking about the house not being finished, and she's buying these doors and talking about the basement and so on and so forth. Um, but is it done because it's finished, or is it done because? She can't do nothing else with it. <laughs> well, Miss Whitfield, I do recall hearing you say that the house is for the kids and not for you. But they're right? leaving. And not for you, right? Okay. Maybe she's just trying to build her generational wealth. I'm not mad at you, Sheree. But you, I need you to also build generational wisdom with that man. No. Listen, Ayala couldn't get through to her. Sheree was on Ayala? You are a liar. I'm, you, you are lying to me right now. Wait, now I'm about to look this up. Now you're making me Google it too. Do not tell me Sheree was on Ayanla. I'm going to feel crazy. I really feel like she was on... I, I saw her. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow. This was in 2013. She went to, she was in, during, and this is, again, we are going into 2018, y'all. Ayala filmed this with her in the middle of her building this house. So this was back in 2013 in April that Sheree uh, was on Ayala Fix My Life. So Ayala couldn't help you. <laughs> the girls on the show... They couldn't get through to you. Mm. You having that folding table out on the porch last season didn't set off any alarms. <laughs> I'm, I feel like you, Patrick. I feel like Sheree just needs to focus on her family first yeah. Yeah. and then her individual happiness. No need to get distracted, sis. Stop worrying about what other people think about you. You know what I'm saying? Like I looked up, so she's always talking about this sheep by Sheree, which is non-existent. <clears throat> it's basically that check me, boo, who gonna check me, boo? T-shirt. That's the only like, mind you, it's actually done quite well. It's oh, really you can't get it. Like I went to Nordstrom's and it's like so it's been sold out. Nice. But that also means you're not able to replenish your product. So you released this T-shirt like how many months ago? Mm, mm. 
and you haven't been able to replenish your product, but you are in essence having these interviews about you revamped She by Sheree. Where's Weird. the line? <laughs> Do you remember Dwight? Imagine a fashion show with no fashion. With no fashion. How dreadful. <laughs> and that's exactly what we said. <laughs> Bring back Dwight. <laughs> Bring back Dwight's old face. Cynthia. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> Can we give God a hand praise for Cynthia Bailey? Well, speak on it, bro. How you oh. feel about her? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I so I tweeted about <laughs> Cynthia and I was just like, why is she all lusty over Peter? But you know what? I love that Cynthia can have a friendly, flirty relationship with the boo that's not her boo, right? You know, I may see a mirror when I see Cynthia. And I also <laughs> I love the fact that she's out here dating, frisky and flirty, and these men are fine. I'm like, where they at in Philly? Mm -hmm. And how can I be like Cynthia Bailey? Yeah. She's doing it. And those wigs and those fashions, cute. And to add to that, I'm really glad that she finally spoke her truth. Yeah, yeah. And she finally came forward and said that she was pissed off and hurt that Kenya hadn't invited her to the wedding. Yeah. And we could see this kind of like build, build up over the last few episodes where Cynthia's kind of like lashing out in like these weird kind ways, of yeah. ways, right? Yeah. And then on the last episode, she finally admits to herself and to her friends that she was hurt. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about that? Do you think she's justified in being hurt that Kenya did not invite her to yeah. the this alleged wedding? <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I feel like... So do I feel like it was a big deal that Kenya didn't invite her? No. But I feel like everybody is definitely entitled to their feelings. And I mean, Cynthia, you know, with a friend contract with Nene one season and, you know, the way that she really does stick up for her friends, like, throughout all of it. In the words of Nene, Cynthia is a good friend, yeah, okay? Yeah. Like, she's loyal. thick or thin, she's very loyal to the people that she considers friends. So knowing that, I mean, Kenya could have told her. Could have yeah. told her something, you know yeah. what I mean? So I get why she's mad. She's It's valid. Yeah. So I agree with you, um, especially as a friend. Um, it's one thing not to be invited to the wedding. It's but another thing. Nothing. It's yeah. another thing not to be able to make it to the wedding. Mm. But to not even have known that you had a boo that you to had be to. <laughs> a whole wedding. Crazy. You eloped, yeah. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> And it's just like, so I could, I could definitely understand that as a friend. I think that Cynthia should have been a little bit more forward with that a little bit sooner than later. But she's at least doing it now, and that is what matters. So I, think, I was just happy to see her do that. Yeah, and I think the her being mad about that shows that Cynthia don't really got no problems. She's out here living in Lake Bailey. Has a beautiful daughter with She's living her Rizzo. best life with her, that fine-ass specimen of a man. If that is what 50 looks like... Sign me up. And she cool with it because she like, you dating right too? Yeah. Huh? Right. And then when they were, and when her and Candy were having their she own little like, private conversation, she was like, I ain't said <laughs> I sleep with him, him. Okay. but I got it from somebody Cynthia. else. Like, I'm just trying to be Cynthia in Cynthia 2018. Could you imagine me and being I'm here Cynthia for 26? I'm here Ooh. for her. Yeah. Cynthia, I love you. She's actually becoming one of my favorites. Yeah. And she didn't even do nothing. And I love the fact she snatched her hair back in that ponytail despite what people say. Isn't that ponytail amazing though? Yeah. I mean, but it's just like what? Nobody. I mean, you. I mean, I think it's just unfortunate that women are held to these unrealistic, unfair, <laughs> bullshit ass expectations. Like women don't want to wear weaves and wigs all day. Mm -hmm. 
Sometimes they want to wear their hair out and natural, and they should be able to do that without being harassed <laughs> and, and, and called names. But, you know, yeah. this is where we are. Yeah. Um, and, and back to Sheree, uh, speaking of great hair, um, I think Sheree looked really good with short hair on the last episode. She yes. had it like a full, like, whatever. But you see, Sheree's she a woman good. of balance because did you see those wigs in the confessional? With the blonde? Yes. It's too much. She looked like a Christmas elf. <laughs> <laughs> Why was she doing that? Yeah, I don't like that one. <laughs> For the rest of... Are you good with Housewives or do you want sorry, to continue? Sorry, I, I guess I... Yeah, sorry. Let Go me ahead. just So don't to wrap sorry. that up, I just wanted to also just... You know, Sheree... You know, it just must be extremely difficult for women to keep domestic abuse to themselves mm. in order to protect the people that they love and particularly their children. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Sheree expressed, you know, this whole past that she had with her ex-husband, right? That came out in a really just nasty way. Like mm-hmm. he was joking about it, but it came out in a really nasty way. She says that she kept all that to herself and from her children because she didn't want her children to think any different about their father. Mm-hmm. I had a moment with that. I was just like, wow. Yeah. That must be really tough. And I'm sure there's a lot of women, because I know not all parents do that. Um, and we talked about this several episodes back. Um you know, how we we bash our our, our children's baby dads or baby moms because we don't have a good relationship with them. Mm-hmm. She took the high road on it. And I just wanted to, um, that was something that I noticed and I wanted to just say I appreciate. Yeah. Because I'm sure that must be hard. I have a prediction. Phaedra's coming back. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I feel like she's coming back. And especially the way that the girls talk about her on shows outside of The Real Housewife mm-hmm. of Atlanta. Um, it sounds like they're going to do one of those where she pops up and surprises the girls. I feel like that's going to happen. Um, and also, Eva. Can't wait for her. coming on. Can't wait for her. So. Do you think Sheree's children knew about it, though? Even though she said she tried to hide it? Did. Who, who knows? Sheree. Like, remember how you mm-hmm. mentioned that she's like, she yeah, tried to she's, hide her? Yeah, and, and one thing about Sheree, the way you interview Sheree, you're very, it's hard to believe you. It really is. Like, I feel like you do okay (laughs) most of the time when the Real Housewives of Atlanta cameras are rolling. Mm -hmm. But I just kind of seen her in some some other interviews, and it's just like, just be yourself, girl. Be real. Yeah. This is an opportunity for people to really see who you are because the show producers are able to clip and cut and create a story. And I feel like she goes along with that story. Like, she's always, you know, mindful that the camera's on. Yeah. And I gotta I gotta know my script. I gotta know what to say. And I, you know, so I'm just... And I'm, and I'm really... And I'm concerned. I'm, I'm worried about her, low-key. Especially with this whole dating, this guy that's in the in feds. Jail. Like, right. I'm, 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 I'm worried about your emotional health. So I think that definitely, like, shows that Sheree doesn't have the most wisdom when it comes to choosing men. I also just like, I, I not that I question what she was saying about Bob, but I question how much she's letting on that her children knew. 
right? Because when they were sitting in that couch, it seemed so awkward with her like facilitating that conversation. Especially with the son. Yeah, who like completely kind of shut down, it seemed. Yes. And so I'm just like, I feel like these kids knew what was going on and did not want to bring it to television. But Sheree had a different plan. It's right? possible. Could be. It's possible. Right? Because again, you 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 a script girl. Or maybe it's an issue that they actually all knew about and tried to like resolve as time went by, but because of the show, are now bringing it back. Coming up. back up. So I don't know. Um, I would say, yeah, the son especially was. It was obvious that he was uncomfortable. <laughs> did not, and it looked like he just didn't believe her. Really. Mm. Or and I and I wasn't gonna like question yeah. what she was saying about Bob, her ex, but I just feel like the son was just kind of looking like this is some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say an or, but I'm just gonna drop that one out. You know, fields of peace. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wraps up the Real Housewives of Atlanta. The Real Housewives of Atlanta. The Real Housewives. Like <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was Nene. I was <laughs> fucking that all up. That's that moonshine that got me now. I feel like I'm dragging. Got you shining. My word, shining, 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 shining. Yeah. Yes, Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna breeze through these hung pop sec- topics, right? All of this money. You've been losing your mind, <laughs> losing your mind. Hold up. <laughs> Okay. So first things first, we're gonna put some people on the naughty and nice list, okay? Um, because this is like a Christmas thing. So first, LeVar Ball um is planning to launch a basketball league for nationally ranked high school players as a college alternative. So then the athletes can earn up to like ten thousand dollars a month. So LeVar Ball used his big baller brand and LeVar Ball is like the father of these basketball men don't know sports so don't really care Mm -hmm. Um, but this amazing thing he's doing is he realizes that college may not be for everyone Mm. right so for the top ranking high school athletes nationally who choose not to go to college he's trying to create a basketball league where he can he pays them up to ten thousand dollars a month and they play at like nba arenas and try to make and compete in that realm and I think that's pretty that's pretty interesting. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And just coming from an educator background, you know, we know that there are a lot of kids who are in colleges across the country who are on sports scholarships who don't want to be there. They just want to play sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're yeah. being pressured into this academic environment so they can that play. is pressuring them mm-hmm. and unfortunately that can lead to inappropriate behavior. Yeah. So so I think that's cool. Let's put him awesome. on the noise list, right? He looking like an uncle. Yeah. With the BBB. Big, Big Baller, Baller brand. brand. Shout out to him. Yes. Shout out to LeVar. That's what's up. Cute. His sons are fine. So we love us some Issa Rae, right? Yes, we and do. And we can't wait for Insecure to come back. Yep. She is developing um, a series called Him or Her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about the dating life of a bisexual black man, which I think is so interesting. In addition, she's developing um, developing, developing mm-hmm. a series called The Sweet Life, which is basically um, like the black Beverly Hills. Um, A.K.A. Windsor Mills. Windsor Hills, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like a, a, a series based off like the black Beverly Hills, like a coming-of-age, well-heeled teens growing up show. Nice. 
that it's described as. So I'm shout out both. to her. I'm How do we get both. on? Maybe we should put on our Christmas list that we need to be on one of these. I'm just I'm just such like a huge fan of Issa and I just love her and everything that she's done she's really and accomplished. She, yeah. She's she's uh, she is doing it. Yeah, she really is. And she's beautiful. So we're putting her on the nice list, right? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Now, we got two nices. Let's end everything off with a naughty. Okay? <laughs> oh, God. Now, Ugh. we said last week that Miss Amorosa deserved to be punished for what she did to black folk, right? Mm. In her season of getting kicked out of the White House, a video came up called Soul Sisters. Now, Where if you guys look from? on YouTube, I don't know, but it ain't nothing but the devil. Is it recent? No, it was. I think it was a little bit after her st- her stint on The Apprentice. So it was a while back, right? Because she wasn't on there for it's been years now, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, Let me see. Uh, um, according to Love B Scott, Love dot com, the movie was made in two thousand six, two years after Amarosa made her appearance on The Apprentice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you won't find the full. It's like a ten minute sci fi type film. Very weird. Yeah, very weird. You won't find the full thing on YouTube, but if you look it up on YouTube, you'll see like a two minute clip, and literally she's like having this. Very stereotyp vario. Very stereotypical, <laughs> like Jezebel portrayal, like with Trump's hair fighting like this old grandma over something. Like but it was just, this weird, it was weird. It's like weird, like sexy, weird. Yeah. Very eyes wide latex shut. Latex bodysuit, like very eyes wide shut, y'all. Just crazy. It looked insane. And I'm just like, is this what like what is this? She's a fucking weirdo. What is that? It and why is this just being leaked now? Now, yeah. So that and means so, someone is trying to get back at her. And did the administration they've been on, leak they've been, it? They've been holding on to this. Yeah. That's yeah. like, that's why I'm like, where did this come from? Conspiracy theory. Do you think the administration leaked it? They could have very well. I mean, Trump, we know that this, I was going to say this man, but we don't even know. He, he can't be a man. He has to be some type of monster... Uh, intergalactic type of alien freak. Well, child, maybe the video was based off him. He made it, or he made her made it. I think it was on so some kinky shit. Like, yeah, no, like that's this, what I was thinking. Yo, I was like, this maybe. This video is straight up weird. Like, did she like, make that video for him? Because she, the way she was interacting with like his hair, I was just like, the only person I could see this turning like on is him. Like, this him. is feeding his ego. Him. Him. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's so nasty. Only, yo, yo, this is the only... But And you know what? I'm not too far away from that idea. Yeah. That this... Because we know Donald Trump is petty like that. Mm-hmm. He just announced that he was going to keep aid from any countries that are trying to block this whole stuff that's going on with the UN and... yeah. All the craziness. He's like, if you vote against me, we will be withholding aid from all of y'all. Quote, unquote. He said, we're going to save money. Mm -hmm. So we know Trump is petty and he will do some bullshit like this. It's no... And we could be completely off. I mean, we may know at some point where the video has come from or whatever. But like you said, we could be completely on. And it's just like, this shit is just weird. It was really weird. And who else would like this but him? Like you said, like this is not... Ugh. Not cute. 
All right, that was it. She's on the naughty list. And that's why she acted like that, kicking and screaming, going out of that damn White House. That was more of an emotional, passionate reaction. She had some, she, she, oh yeah, you were invested, Omarosa. That pussy was invested. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What about the hung music? What do you listen to this week? Um, what was I listening to? Child, I don't even remember what is my life. Um, that, didn't I tell you I was listening to somebody? No. Okay. I was going to say Demi Lovato, but. Always. That's not. I was listening right. to Right, I was about to say that's just. <laughs> I was, I, yeah, nobody knew. Nobody knew? Mm-mm. Well, we'll keep, we'll keep Hung Music short. I just wanted to shout out Lauren Hill. Um, this week, I plugged back into the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Nice. Particularly Wednesday night. <laughs> um, and I remember that night in particular because I just remember listening to this album and it just felt like I was listening to this album for the first time. It really felt that way. You know what I mean? Like, I've listened to it. We all have a million times. We love the tracks. We love it. All the, you know, from beginning to end. I mean, it's just, it's great music. Timeless and endless. Like, I I just think that the album is so relevant in so many different ways. I just want to point out, you know, I just love how the album opens up where you have a classroom setting and she's absent when they call her name. But this class goes on like throughout the album right and I really like that and I just I don't know like well first of all it was just a much a very a a very needed a much needed conversation it was about love you know and these kids you know were kind of like giving their perspectives Mm -hmm. and it was just really interesting to to hear because even though that you know these were kids expressing how they felt about love, it very much resembled how we feel about love as adults and like how we approach love and we approach these situations with each other. So I felt like her kind of having that as like the foundation of the album, this classroom and this conversation being, being the setting, I, I thought about that as different ways. In a way, I felt like she was observing a conversation, like I said, a much needed one, and then pouring into that. And specifically, I mean her her art, her music, her lyrics, right? But I also felt like it represented a whole world, a whole conversation that was going on. And she should be there, but she was off somewhere, like gaining this type of wisdom mm-hmm. and like just kind of like sharing her experiences in real time because this conversation was also happen, um, yeah. happening. And, and, it, and it is happening, like, constantly. Um, we fall in love. We fall out of love in, you know, all different types of ways. And just going back to, you know, what I was saying about the album just being timeless and relevant, I, I just really, I was just really feeling it. And, and feeling it so much that I felt like this album represented my declaration for 2018. Um, just really representing acknowledgement, atonement, growth from the lessons that I learned, proclaiming my own self-identity, sharing love, spreading wisdom, being a learner, being a teacher. These are all the things that you hear all throughout the miseducation of Lauren Hill. So I just wanted to shout her out um, and uh, mention her for Hung Music. And I wanted to say the track Final Hour, that's for you, Trump. So again, (laughs) this album being relevant and timeless, you know, our girl, Miss Lauren, you know, she really 
spoke on a lot of things. You know, she spoke about the bullshit, the hypocrisy, the the all the you know the craziness that's going on on Capitol Hill and corporate America and the racism, and she talked about that. But she also spoke to us as a people and telling us to get our shit together. And at some point, I don't know, like, listening to this album, it just, like, kind of put me in, like, this mood. I really want to go back and listen to a lot of her interviews and really just get into what happened to Lauren. Like, you know, they have that Netflix documentaries about what happened to Miss Simone. I think they probably have similar stories that kind of parallel each other. Because I also kind of look at them as not the same artist, but very similar in a way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, shout out to Miss Lauren Hill. Nice. And that is Hung Music. Yeah, that was a monologue. You better say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move right on into the Hung Up or Hang Up. What are you hanging up or hung up on? How about you, guys? Okay. Just, I'm here for the Christmas spirit, you know? Um, trying to just have that spirit. Every day, you mm-hmm. know, trying to be intentional about that shit. What are some ways you are carrying that spirit on for for the folks listening and myself? What are some ways that you are making that happen? That's going to be our New Year's conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll say that for next week. But no, yeah, I'm really just, I'm hung up on the Christmas spirit. Like, I just, I feel like across the board, working in mental health and even outside of like the work environment, people just feel, for, for the most part, because a lot of tragedy happens around this time, but for the most part, people will just feel lighter. They feel like they can, you know, handle life stressors more. They feel like giving love. And I don't know, it just, it feels great. So, shout out to Christmas. Shout out to Christmas. And shout out Feliz, to Black Gay Santa. Feliz Navidad and... Happy holidays, however you want to put it, Kwanzaa. Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. All of that. Um, yeah. What about you? Um, I'm really just, I'm, I'm hung up on many of us and those of us that have to socialize not, well, let me not say have to, but all right. You guys are going to feel me with what I'm saying. You're going you're gonna to pick up what I'm putting down. So we know that at work, we get close to our coworkers, oh my right? We develop friendships, right? And sometimes, you know, we, we've heard it, you know, mixing, don't, don't mix work with, with, with pleasure or friends with work and, you know, all these different types of things that we've heard before. And we know that there are reasons behind that. But we've, I have, and you may have, and Mm -mm. those of you listening may have been in situations at work where you have a disagreement with someone at work that you are close with. And, but then it kind of creates an awkward space, right? And it's just like, you have to go back to work every single day. You have to work with that person. You have to be around them. You have to work around them and with them. (laughs) You okay? Because I thought you were going to be like, I have, and you probably have, hooked up with someone at work, and I'm like, uh-uh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to okay, say that. Okay, okay, go ahead, Eric. I'm sorry. But you guys, I think you guys, you guys get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. these, the, we, we build these bonds, and we, and we build these relationships at work, whether it's intentionally or, or not intentionally, sure. these things happen, and then we have disagreements sometimes, and it's weird. 
Or I'll take you even further. Like sometimes friendships end or you completely stop talking to someone that you used to be, excuse me, close with. We've know we we know this, y'all. You've either seen it or you've heard it or you know somebody who's been through it. So I'm just hung up on folks who are, you know, maybe dealing with these type of situations. Just keep moving forward. You or know, if that's a relationship you want to build, put in the work. Yeah. Put in the work Reach to out. make it work. But also recognize that y'all were employees first. Uh, I'm sorry. Co-workers right. first. Say so. <laughs> That's another part. And everybody, you know, we're not going to click. We're not going to agree on everything. And I think that's where we bump heads a lot. We expect people to see and understand our perspectives. And when they don't understand that or they don't agree with us, we think they're stupid. And we don't want to be friends with them no more. Or we want to cut them off or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, fix it. Or if you can't fix it, leave it alone. Going into 2018. And that's all I got to Fix say. Fix it or fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Two tears in a bucket. Motherfuck it. What? <laughs> I'm going to have to bleep out all this cussing. This is a Christian show. Anyway. It's far from. Oh. Uh, Go in the archives. No, that's fine. Go in the archives. I'm a layered Christian, okay? <laughs> Once again, go in the archives. And I'll just show you I'm a complex Christian. <laughs> but this has been another episode of the Hunger I'm Podcast. diverse. I'm diverse. Yeah. I got layers, like an onion. <laughs> like Shrek. Once again, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I am P R Y A N. <laughs> I'm Eric. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at E Dante Cole. Find us both on Instagram and Facebook and oh wait, no, Instagram and Twitter at Hunga Pod. It's H U N G U P P O D and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Hungapod. Absolutely. And you can email us. Go to our Instagram page. <clears throat> Check us out. We love your DMs. We like interact. Engaging and interacting with you all. So we um, you can email us. Just hit the email button on our Instagram page or at hungapod at gmail.com. Yes. And don't forget to rate, review, like, comment, all that jazz on our SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Yeah. Thanks for another great week. We appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. And, and we look forward safe. to... So we have one more episode before the new year. So we will see you all yeah. next week. And have a safe and merry holiday. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Bye. Santa baby, please hurry, hurry, hurry. Santa baby, he takes care of my Jolly Santa baby, please hurry. Jolly old Saint, Nick, make me wait all year for the D. Twelve months of Christmas screaming, ho, ho, ho. Slide down my chimney, sucking on my mistletoe. Fresh chocolate chip cooking, sitting, waiting by the stove. Hot, warm, buttermilk, slipping, sliding down your throat. I can hear the sleigh bells pulling up to my door. I've been a cooker all year, so my gifts on the floor. Keep my sugar to myself, it's a no. Santa baby, Jolly old 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 Santa baby, Jolly old